Hello, this is Ayush from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Friday, the 23rd of April, and India today reported a record-breaking 333,000 new cases, taking the total number of infections to more than 1 crore 62,000 since the pandemic broke out in January last year. For the first time, a high of 2263 deaths were recorded. This is the ninth consecutive day the country has recorded over 2 lakh coronavirus cases coupled with a chronic shortage of oxygen supplies, beds and timely medical care across several states. Hospitals across the national capital region are still issuing appeals for their oxygen stock replenishment with their covid patients hanging in balance. The Gangaram Hospital in Delhi confirmed the death of 25 sickest patients in the last 24 hours. Earlier today, the director of the hospital said they have oxygen left for only 2 more hours and that 60 patients were at risk. In the meantime, hospital authorities were resorting to manual ventilation in intensive care units and the emergency department. As per an analysis by Scroll, India's daily requirement of medical oxygen is currently more than double the amount that has been exempted from industrial use, 4600 metric tons. and the country may run out of stocks in a few weeks even if all industrial oxygen is diverted to medical use meanwhile at a meeting chaired by prime minister narendra modi today delhi chief minister arvind kejriwal suggested that the center should take over all oxygen plants to the army to help improve the situation amid the development in the vaccination drive jharkhand punjab himachal pradesh and goa yesterday joined the list of states that will provide free vaccinations against the coronavirus to people aged 18 years and above seven other states madhya pradesh kerala chatisgarh uttar pradesh bihar sikkim and assam have already made similar announcements in other news canada has banned passenger flights from india and pakistan for 30 days in view of the surge in coronavirus cases in the region according to john hopkins university globally the coronavirus has infected more than 14 crore people and killed over 30 lakh since the pandemic broke out in december 2019 more than 8.28 crore people have recovered from the infection at least 13 covid patients in the intensive care unit died after a fire broke out in an air conditioning unit of vallabh hospital in virar in mumbai as per a statement from the cm's office after learning about the fire chief minister thakre had spoken to the concerned officials and instructed them to give priority to extinguish the fire completely and ensure that the treatment of other patients continues unobstructed by early morning today at least 21 patients were moved to nearby hospitals chief minister uddhav thakre has also announced 5 lakh rupees each to family members of the patients who died and 1 lakh each to the critically injured patients distressing visuals of the incident showed people mourning their loved ones chaos unfolded soon after the incident as friends and family members gathered outside the hospital waiting for an update about the patients the incident comes as maharashtra battles the second wave of coronavirus and an unprecedented surge in covid infections over 67000 fresh cases have been reported since yesterday with a total case load of over 40 lakh infections maharashtra is the worst hit state in the country the union health ministry has issued an updated technical guidance for management of adult covid 19 patients It has recommended emergency use authorization of remdesivir for patients with moderate to severe diseases requiring supplemental oxygen within 10 days of onset of symptoms. The guidelines were issued by AIMS, the ICMR COVID-19 National Task Force and the Joint Monitoring Group or the DGHS under the Health Ministry. It further stated that tocilizumab, 
a drug that modifies the immune system or its functioning may be considered in patients with significantly raised inflammatory markers. The guide also recommended off-label use of convalescent plasma only in the early moderate disease, preferably within seven days of symptom onset. The guidance note came in the wake of increasing demand of tocilizumab, remdesivir, and plasma. The note specified how and in what stages the drug should be used and in what doses. According to the guidance note, upper respiratory tract symptoms or fever without shortness of breath or hypoxia has been categorized as mild disease and people have been advised home isolation and care. My colleagues have been reporting on the imploding healthcare system from the ground. Akanksha recently ventured to four hospitals in Gautam Budhnagar district in UP that the government has allowed to treat people with COVID. She wanted to find out how these hospitals are holding up. You can watch her video report on newslaundry.com. It's titled, Can Noida's Private Hospitals Cope with the COVID Crisis? If you like our reportage from the ground, please do consider subscribing to News Laundry. You can do so by heading over to the website and clicking on the subscribe button on the top right-hand corner. Our cheapest subscription costs only 300 rupees a month. So please extend your support to independent media and pay to keep news free. The Supreme Court today allowed senior advocate Harish Salve to withdraw as amicus curiae for the Suomoto case related to the COVID-19 pandemic. Salve sought permission to recuse himself as amicus curiae, saying that his friendship with the CGI from school and college were being seen as a conflict of interest. The bench, while saying it was pained at reading the response to its decision to appoint him, accepted Salve's request. Solicitor General Tushar Mehta requested Salve to not withdraw from the case, saying that no one should succumb to such pressure tactics. Mehta also claimed that a maligning competition was going on in the media and said this should be the last thing that India needs while tackling a disaster. The Apex Court also took exception to comments made by senior advocates in response to its decision to take Suomoto cognizance of some key issues related to COVID-19 management in the country. Expressing its displeasure at the criticism by senior lawyers, the bench led by Chief Justice S.A. Bobre on his last working day said senior advocates had imputed motives to judges in the case. The bench, also comprising Justices L. Nageshwara Rao and S. Ravindra Bhatt, said that there was no intention to take over COVID-19 cases from the high courts. The Supreme Court Bar Association has also pointed out that the high courts were better placed to get immediate reports on the COVID-19 situation and pass swift directions in the cases. It also moved the Supreme Court against its order. The National Investigation Agency has arrested Mumbai Police Officer Sunil Mane in connection with the investigation into the Ambani bomb scare case. Mane is the third police officer to be arrested in the case. According to PTI, Mane was called by the NIA for questioning yesterday for his alleged role in the Ambani security scare and Mansukh Hiran murder cases. He was produced before an NIA court later in the day. The judicial custody of Vazi and Kazi will also end today. They too were produced before the same court. On March 13th, the NIA, after taking over the case from the Maharashtra Anti-Terrorism Squad, had arrested Mumbai Police Officer Vaze for his alleged links with Hiren, and the Mumbai Police had suspended Vaze on March 15th. Kazi was an associate of Sachin Vaze and was arrested on April 12th. The Supreme Court heard Vedanta Limited's plea regarding making the sterlite plant in Tamil Nadu operational again for manufacturing medical oxygen. It said that it cannot cite law and order problems at a time when the country is struggling for supply. This comes after the Apex Court yesterday called the COVID-19 situation as almost a national emergency and agreed to hear Vedanta's petition on the ground that it would produce 1,000 tons of oxygen and give it free of cost for treatment of patients. 
a bench headed by Chief Justice S. A. Bobde suggested that Tamil Nadu can manufacture it and asked the state government to submit a proposed plan by Monday. The court statement was in reply to senior advocate C. S. Vedyanathan appearing for Tamil Nadu, saying that the reopening of the oxygen plant could be an invitation for law and order problems since the public is opposed to it. Senior advocate Colin Gonzalez, appearing for the organization of affected families, said that the state government can take over the unit and produce oxygen. Asking why the plant is not doing so when people need it. Vedanta's Sterlite Copper Unit at Tuticorin has remained closed since May 2018 over pollution concerns. According to a report by BBC, scores of people have been injured in clashes in East Jerusalem between far-right Jewish activists, Palestinians, and Israeli police. The violence erupted as police tried to keep Palestinians and ultra-nationalist Jewish protesters apart. It follows nights of confrontations in the Israeli-occupied sector amid rising nationalist and religious tensions. The worst fighting in days broke out yesterday night after hundreds of Jewish extremists from the ultra-nationalist Lehava group marched towards the Damascus Gate entrance of Jerusalem's old city, where large numbers of Palestinians had gathered, chanting "Death to Arabs." Stones and bottles were thrown between the two sides, and police used stun grenades, tear gas, and water cannons to try to disperse the crowds. The Palestinian Red Crescent said at least 100 Palestinians were injured, while police said 20 officers were hurt. More than 50 people were arrested. Tensions in East Jerusalem have escalated since the start of the Muslim holy month of Ramadan on April 13. Palestinians have clashed with police, accusing them of erecting barriers to stop them from congregating on steps outside Damascus Gate to break the daytime fast. The police say the measures are intended to help pedestrian flow into the old city. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes, and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs, and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to our YouTube channel.